Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. I just got word that that eagle that was rescued off of Lake Michigan died. Everybody was worried about that eagle. We talked to a doctor at Willowbrook Wildlife Center. She had assumed that the the eagle had eaten a poisoned rat, you know, that was dying of rat poison. That's why it was kind of stuck to the ice out there, and it was saved by kayakers, and the eagle um, didn't make it, even though they put a lot of effort forth. And I know people get caught up in that, and I do too. But when you look at how many people have died because of fentanyl, the numbers are so staggering, it seems hard to focus on who exactly this drug is killing. So we we thought because this is in the headlines every day, we would reach out to the DEA, the Chicago Division. Luis Agostini is a public informational officer there. And is it kind of frustrating to think that people might be more consumed with an eagle dying than perhaps the amount of people dying from fentanyl overdoses? Hey, Lisa, thanks for having me. You know, I think uh, those stories do serve their purpose. Maybe they do temporarily distract us from, uh, you know, the more pressing uh, issues that are affecting our lives, like, you know, the violence here in Chicago and, yes, and uh, the fentanyl-related deaths in the city and across the country. Yeah, I I get it. And and because those numbers seem so big to digest. So uh, do you have the numbers of how many people in Illinois have died or, or nationwide in the past year from fentanyl overdoses? So I know the Cook County Medical Examiner, and the thing with uh, final numbers is that uh, they have a backlog of toxicologies that they have to plow through. So I know the Cook County Medical Examiner recently shared that after all said and done, once they catch up with the toxicologies in Cook County, we're looking at over 2,000 deaths related to opioids, most of those which uh, will likely be fentanyl if they follow uh, the trend both in years past here in Chicago and across the country. And I know on the national scale, it's over 107,000 Americans that have died as a result of a drug overdose, two-thirds of that due to synthetic opioids like fentanyl. And we're not talking about prescribed drugs. We're talking about fake prescription drugs. And I had read that the chemicals are sourced from China and they're mass-produced in Mexico. Are Mexicans dying at the rate that Americans are dying when it comes to fentanyl? No, I don't have those numbers regarding fentanyl use or the impact on Mexican citizens, but I know uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, With fentanyl, uh, there are chemical precursors that are being imported from China and other uh, Southeast Asian countries uh, to Mexico where they're produced at a mass scale. These industrial warehouses, they have pill-pressing, tabloiding operations where they press uh, the fentanyl that they make using the chemical precursors into pills, and they have machines that stem the M, the M30, and the other logos that you would find on a legitimate pharmaceutical pill like a Xanax or another pill that a, a doctor would prescribe to you. But they look like the real thing. DEA agents who have been on the job for 20, 25 years, they will tell you to their eye, their trained eye, they cannot tell the difference. The only way we know for sure is when we seize these pills and they get analyzed at a DEA lab, and that's when we know for sure um, that this was a fake pill. And, you know, last year, six and ten pills that were seized by the DEA and analyzed tested positive for a fatal amount of fentanyl, which is two milligrams. 
Unfortunately, the other way we know for sure that we can find out is after the fact when it's too late, when we have uh, folks, especially young folks, that are taking pills uh, that they may have gotten from a friend uh, on social media, thinking it's a real thing, thinking they're buying an Oxy or Xanax or something else. But really, it's uh, more likely than not it has uh, fentanyl, which will kill you. Okay, let me give you the numbers here. According to the Chicago DEA, 18.3 million deadly doses of fentanyl were seized in Illinois, Indiana, and Wisconsin just last year? That is correct. And that's between pills and the uh, the powder form of fentanyl. So on the pills, we seized over, I believe it's 804,000 pills. Again, uh, our, jur- our area responsibility covers northern and central Illinois, all of Wisconsin, all of Indiana. So between the pills and fentanyl powder, and again, and we are finding fentanyl powder cut into other illicit substances like cocaine and heroin and meth. So between all that, and like I mentioned, it's only two milligrams. When you think about two milligrams, that's just a few grades of salt or enough to cover. You may have seen the image of uh, on the tip of a pencil. It's not much at all to potentially kill someone. I think it's pretty easy for people to say, well, don't do drugs and then you won't die. You won't get this fake fentanyl. But it might be, as you described, somebody who's like, oh, I got a Xanax from my friend, and it's really not a Xanax, and it kills them almost instantly, right? Absolutely. starts the, uh, stops the heart, stops breathing. Uh, it kicks in immediately. And, yes, uh, with um, naloxone, Narcan, can, uh, you know, public, a lot of public health agencies and uh, recovery uh, advocates are – uh, distributing Narcan, and but again, uh, sometimes it takes more than one dose. We know the cost of Narcan. Uh, they're working on making it more accessible, but why even take the risks? So, but then we also acknowledge, aside from uh, the folks who may have are taking a pill that they don't know, uh, don't believe it has fat on it, there are individuals suffering from substance use disorder that, that uh, are working through that. And today, have to say drugs are illicit deadly drugs are more dangerous than they ever have been before when you factor in uh, the six and ten stat that we mentioned luis augustini is a public information officer for the dea the chicago division we're talking about the seizure of not only fentanyl pills but fentanyl powder and we started out the conversation by saying that eagle that was rescued off of lake michigan had died and people had so much empathy for that and somebody just sent a text and said the eagle was innocent, and I think this is the problem. People won't won't help those who are suffering and don't realize that sometimes it might just be your grandkid or your brother who thinks they're, you know, taking an innocent pharmaceutical pill, you know, Xanax or whatever it might be, a Vicodin, and they die because what they were given was actually fentanyl. How do, you, how do you address that? How do you get people to wrap their head around that? I think people have to realize and understand that the only safe medication you can take is that which your, your doctor prescribed to you and that you received from a registered pharmacy. Anything else uh, is acquired from social media or a friend or a connection, someone in the dorm, you have to assume today that it has fentanyl and not just fentanyl but enough fentanyl to kill you so when it comes to that if you will if you are really in need if there's a legitimate medical need for uh for medicine for a pharmaceutical 
talk to your doctor and uh, for a prescription that you can pick up at a pharmacy. And I think you're talking to an audience that understands that and probably the majority follows that. It's just, I think, uh, on all of us to reach out to the folks who absolutely. are buying on social media. Absolutely. And I sense we can assume that we know that of a certain generation, but also we it's incumbent upon us to have those conversations with uh, our children, our peers, our loved ones, even in the workplace, uh, uh, employers talking and making sure with their work wellness policies, um, finding a way to incorporate that conversation. Um, community leaders, public health officials, everyone. It can't be just law enforcement alone. It can't just be DEA, CPD. It cannot fall on law enforcement to reverse this trend. We need to come together as a community and tackle this issue together. And that includes advocating and for prevention, for recovery, for treatment, and having those conversations with our loved ones, especially the vulnerable and youth who are confronted with difficult situations and and life situations that they may not know how to tackle without the appropriate tools. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. We appreciate your work. Thanks, Lisa. Luis Augustini, Public Information Officer for the DEA. It's Mary's birthday today. We celebrated with cupcakes. You want to we send sure her a did. text? You could do that. And they were <laughs> wonderful. Thank you so much. Did you decide what you ate? Um, it was a caramel thing with chocolate. That's good. Vanilla cupcake. 720 WGN. Most of the mayoral candidates, including the current mayor, are coming together on Saturday for a panel discussion on disability issues. We're going to talk to somebody about that coming up next. But I got Luis Augustini on the phone again because, Luis, the minute you hung up, I had this on my list of questions and I went to check our text line and everybody had the same question. And it's a simple one. In case you're just tuning in, Luis is the public information officer for the DEA in Chicago. We were talking about fentanyl. So here's the big question. Why would illegal drug manufacturers cut fentanyl in their drugs if it's going to kill their clientele? I mean, some people are even like, that's a bad business model. So why is that? You know, I asked the same question um, when I first, uh, you know, bringing myself up to speed on this. But one thing to understand, and they're exactly right, it's a business. Drug trafficking is a business, and they need to find a way to create customers and retain customers and the very addictive property of fentanyl it's way more powerful than heroin and uh and morphine so the addictive properties of fentanyl keep customers hooked and coming back for more and yes it like we've been mentioning this entire time it is fatal it's lethal it kills people but the traffickers and the dealers they don't care about that they just want repeat business so just following the business model of customer retention, it's another way to create new customers and keep the same customers because of its addictive properties. And because they're illegally produced, you really never know what amount is going to be in any given pill. A pill or powder. You know, we focus a lot on the pills uh, because it's, that's been affecting, uh, especially folks who had no intention or idea they were taking fentanyl. But you think about also um, individuals who are making the decision to uh, consume other illicit substances like cocaine or heroin or meth. You now have to assume that there is fentanyl in that as well. So it's not just pills. It's basically every illicit drug uh, category, there will be fentanyl in it as well. 
All right. Thank you so much, Luis, for picking up the phone again. The minute we hung up, I'm like, wait, I got another question. (laughs) Anytime. (laughs) All right. Have a good day.